Welcome to Improbable Walks, the podcast that brings you to the streets of Paris, wherever you are. My name is Lisa Passold, and I'm a writer and traveler who loves to walk in the City of Light. Every episode, we step into history by strolling down a different block of the city, exploring buildings and people of the past and of the present. If you're a regular listener, thank you for your time and ears. If you're just discovering the podcast, please check out my website, lisapassel.com, for previous streets and more information. You can support this free podcast by visiting my Patreon page, patreon.com slash lisapassold. Today's improbable walk visits the Marché des Fleurs, which was renamed in honor of Queen Elizabeth II back in 2014. There are many rumors about the flower market in Paris right now. Is it going to be renovated? Is the area going to be completely changed? What happens next? We're going to have to wait and see. I, of course, wanted to visit the flower market because Queen Elizabeth's long reign ended in September. I'm not exactly a monarchist, and no, I haven't watched The Crown obsessively. But you can't deny that Queen Elizabeth II was an historically important woman. And the question for Paris is, why did the mayor name the flower market after her? First of all, let's talk about where the flower market is. The market is located in the middle of the city, on Ile de la Cité, the island of the city. Imagine you've got your back to the right bank. To your left is the great cathedral Notre-Dame and the Hôtel Dieu Hospital. To your right is the Palais de Justice de Paris. And here in front of us is the Marché des Fleurs, Reine Elisabeth II. I've got a photo of the sign over on my website, lisapassel.com, so you can see the sign for yourself. I've also posted several photos of the market, which I took a few days ago. There were still some fading roses propped up beside the Queen's name in memory there. The market took on her name in 2014. The Queen traveled across the Channel to take part in D-Day commemorations on the beaches of Normandy, and she stopped in Paris before heading home. First, she visited the Hôtel de Ville on the right bank. Then the Queen came to the market here to walk amongst the flower stands, accompanied by then-President of France, François Hollande, and Paris Mayor Anne Hidalgo. Flower vendors report that the Queen and Philip both spoke beautiful French when they visited, which is something I did not know about the Queen. Somehow the idea of her speaking anything foreign seems phenomenal to me. But in fact, the Queen visited France repeatedly during her long reign. Some people claim France was her second most visited country, though I'm not sure about that. As a Canadian, I do know that her number one most visited country was Canada. The Queen went to Canada 22 times during her 70-year reign. The big question is, why did then-newly-elected socialist mayor of Paris, Hidalgo, decide to rename the Marché aux Fleurs et aux Oiseaux de Paris, i.e. the flower market, 
in the Queen's honor in 2014. Normally, Paris never names streets or squares after living people. What's more, the flower garden is a weird choice because the queen was not particularly interested in gardening. If you want a royal with a green thumb, her son Charles III is a much better choice. The queen might have preferred to have a new breed of corgi named for her. However, Queen Elizabeth did love this particular flower market in Paris, and that's probably why the market was named for her. It's also rumored that Hidalgo does not particularly like the flower market, so perhaps it was not as impressive an honor as one might think. Who knows? It's all speculation. At any rate, Elizabeth first visited the flower stands here on Ile de la Cité in 1948, during her very first visit to Paris. She was pregnant with Prince Charles, apparently quite ill with morning sickness, and yet she enjoyed walking here through these flower-laden sidewalks with her husband, Prince Philip. Back then, in 1948, she was still a princess. Just a few years later, February 1952, Elizabeth became Queen of the United Kingdom and other Commonwealth realms. She made five official visits to Paris and several private unofficial visits, and her last opportunity to admire the flower stands here was during that formal walkthrough in 2014. The flower market was established on Ile de la Cité in 1808. There was also a great department store here, which became famous during the 1820s. It was called La Belle Jardinière, logical name, what with the flower shops here. The Belle Jardinière department store was radical in the 1820s because it was one of the first to offer ready-made clothing to lower middle-class shoppers. The clothes were created on the upper floors. Workers also lived in housing upstairs. During the 1840s, the flower stands covered more space until the whole neighborhood was rebuilt during the houseman renovations of the 1860s. During that time, the department store was expropriated and the market was confined to this area between the new police building, the old Hotel Gier Hospital, and the new tribunal. In 1873, these six roofed stall buildings were inaugurated for flower vendors and they've stayed more or less the same for almost 150 years. Until recently, flower vendors also worked on the quay above the Seine as the upper border of the market. But these are currently shut, and the future of those booths is under discussion. For now, though, the six long metal sheds continue to showcase plants of all kinds in the flower market, from orchids to cacti to grapevines. The bird market also takes place here on Sundays, at least until the end of December 2022, when the city of Paris has vowed to stop all live bird sales in the city. The bird market moved here officially in 1881. And for the next two months, if you want to buy bird seed or maybe a parakeet, this is the place. There are, of course, protests about the closure, and no one is sure quite what the future holds for the entire market here. I'm very curious, but as the Parisians say with a world-weary sigh, 
on verra. When I have errands in this area, I try to use metro station La Cité because the exit is a beautiful old Guimard design, one of those lovely, simple yet classic Art Nouveau swirling vine green entrances for the subway system. The metro La Cité comes out right at the edge of the flower market, facing the central police station. The metro station opened in 1910 and once had a special exit leading directly into the prefecture. The special metro tunnel was closed for security reasons decades ago, but it still exists. I'm sure there's a detective mystery that takes advantage of the tunnel, so please write to me and let me know if you ever read a novel that features such a thing. The big caserne de la Cité, police headquarters, is currently being renovated, so there are large construction hoardings all over the place, which I can't wait to see disappear. Hopefully, the remodeling won't mess up the impressive Hausmann facades around here. The caserne was open in 1867. The building was initially created for the Gare de Paris under Napoleon III, However, after the 1871 Commune, the building was given over to the Préfecture de Police. Built of Pierre de Paris, the beige stone so typical of Parisian buildings quarried right here in the Ile-de-France area, and unfortunately very susceptible to blackening with pollution, Well, at night, the state old building is illuminated with impressive tricolor lights, surprisingly pretty given the serious nature of the building. The square where the metro comes out, which is between the flower market and the prefecture, is named for Louis Le Pen, a long-serving prefect of police. Born in 1846, Lepine was one of the rare, honest, and popular police chiefs of Paris. He kept the city from erupting into violence during the horrible years of the Dreyfus Affair, and he also organized the city's recovery from the Great Flood of 1910. Usually wary of police, Parisians trusted Lepine, mostly because he was resolutely present, out on the street, visibly taking charge of the most difficult situations. He believed correctly that Parisians wanted a cop they could keep an eye on, not some suit locked away in an office making backroom deals. Of course, he wasn't always triumphant. It was during his tenure as chief that the Mona Lisa was stolen from the Louvre. The painting was eventually retrieved from the Italian thief, but the episode was extremely embarrassing for the police. Today, he is also remembered with the Concours Lepine, a competition rewarding new inventions, which he helped to found. Standing here, looking to the east, you'll see the elaborate gold and black gates of the Palais de Justice. But you'll also notice the small, snaking line of visitors waiting to admire the Conciergerie, where Marie-Antoinette was imprisoned before her execution, as well as the beautiful medieval Sainte-Chapelle. The chapel was begun in 1242, and from here you can really only see the roof and spire. The chapel was built during the reign of King Louis IX, also known as St. Louis, or, for those of us who are less religious, Mad King Louis. 
Louis IX was eccentric, to put it mildly, and he was also extremely devout. He went on crusades and spent outrageous sums of money on holy relics, including a prickly bit of wood purporting to be the original crown of thorns worn by Christ on the cross. He returned to Paris and installed his questionable treasures in a specially built chapel, easily accessible from his palace rooms. Today, the real treasure is this gorgeous small chapel with the largest complete collection of 13th century stained glass in the world. The Saint-Chapelle today is known not just for its gorgeous glass, but also for its extraordinary classical music concerts, well worth standing in line for. For now, I suggest stopping on the corner at the Café des Deux Palais. The Café des Deux Palais has historical monument status for its lovely early 20th century interior. The café has big boulevard ambiance and old-school waitstaff. I like to sit at the bar. The coffee and drinks are always cheapest at the bar. They're most expensive sitting on the terrasse. I find it easy to imagine the great 20th century police detective, Maigret. He was, of course, fictional, an imaginary creation of Georges Simenon. Writer Simenon was originally Belgian, but he's known for his life in Paris. He created Inspector Maigret, the often gruff, always eating, drinking, or chatting someone up, ur-Parisian detective, created in 1931. Maigret has amused generations of French readers. Simonon wrote some wonderful descriptions of the Ile de la Cité as Maigret traversed these streets. But my favorite quote from Simonon is, We are all potentially characters in a novel, with the difference the characters in a novel really get to live their lives to the full. Well, to be honest, Simnon did a fair job at living his own very full life. He wrote 76 short novels featuring the tall, chain-smoking detective Maigret. He also wrote over 100 other novels. He conducted a dizzying number of affairs, found time to live on a barge in the Paris Canal, drank a lot of cognac, and even had a memorable romance with American dancer, singer, and brave spy for the resistance, Josephine Baker. Inspector Maigret, the fictional character, is comparatively sedate compared to writer Simon. There's certainly lots to think about right now in this little corner of central Paris, Flowers and queens, police chiefs and novelists, centuries of people walking through the crowds on Ile de la Cité, full of argument and ideas, looking at flowers and tying their scarves and looping their bags firmly over their arm, just like Queen Elizabeth II. If you enjoyed this improbable walk visit to the Marché des Fleurs, please subscribe to the podcast. For photos and details about today's walk, please visit my website, lisapassel.com. If you're looking for further links and information, you can also support this free podcast by visiting my Patreon page, patreon.com slash For now, I'll leave you with my very best royal wave. Until the next time, we go walking into Paris history together.